I think it is quite encouraging because, as you would know, South Africa is the country in the world with the highest number of people living with HIV-AIDS. Just under a decade ago, this epidemic was gripping South Africa. You would know that there was some denialism around using antiretroviral drugs. But we are past that stage now, and our political leaders, with some political commitment, have expanded access to antiretroviral drugs. And our life expectancy, at about 1990, the life expectancy, if a child was born then in South Africa, a child could expect to live about 62 years. But then because of the AIDS epidemic, this dropped to, uh, in 2005 to about 55 years. Dramatic drop, uh, life expectancy just went down the drain. But since then, we have improved dramatically. So many people are on antiretroviral drugs. We have been able to introduce new vaccines for children, and we have reduced child mortality by half. We have improved the life expectancy for people with HIV. The, the confidence to say that any child born now could be confident to live to about 61, which is quite remarkable. You've spoken extensively about HIV-AIDS, but also among the causes of health loss in South Africa, diabetes and low back pain. Just how seriously are these being taken in South Africa? I think we are not yet taking this very seriously, so-called lifestyle diseases. We were having a lot of children are becoming overweight because of unhealthy diets. And as they grew into adulthood, then they get other diseases like diabetes. Actually, we are in a very difficult situation because the kind of leadership that we have seen that has uh, turned the tide on HIV, you need to see the same kind of leadership in terms of fighting non-communicable diseases. Ensuring that our children eat healthily, are very active, and we reduce the high levels of obesity that we have now in South Africa. And it's only with that that will be sure that we we'll reduce diabetes. Also, we are seeing more and more people coming in with neck and low back pain, which are non-communicable diseases. And we can be able to fight this if we are able to increase physical activity. Would you say the proposed salt tax and sugar tax, these are important steps in this regard in terms of government's response to lifestyle diseases? From a technical point of view, they are good initiatives, and we need to take that kind of leadership. And we should also know that policies like that, there's going to be resistance. There are going to be sacrifices, and we need to do that for the good of our children, for the future of our children.